A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. Hello, this is Father Thomas, and welcome to the Sprouting Stump podcast series, where we reflect on the readings that come to us from the Mass each day. When we take a little time to let the Spirit come upon us, a bud shall indeed blossom in our hearts, so we might be renewed in spirit and strengthened in faith, as we take this time together to enter into that beautiful word that comes to us from God. For this fourth Sunday of Lent, Father discusses how sometimes we can be an obstacle to others in their blindness, but that we are called to lead. I can't say that I fully appreciate what a person born blind must go through in their lifetime, but I have known somebody who ended up being blind, and I have a little bit of understanding of how their life operates. And I was thinking about that with this gospel today, as far as what is the biggest challenge for a blind person. You might think, well, it's because they can't see. Well, it's probably true. Most blind people get to adapt to their environment. The issue is not that they're blind. The biggest struggle for a blind person is when the environment changes and they don't know it. The blind people, by default, need to have things organized because they work by field. They recognize certain patterns, so they live their life understanding these patterns. And so they're able to know how many steps it is to get from their bedroom to the bathroom to the kitchen, where they have to go. They place things a certain way. That's disrupted, then it causes problems. We've all experienced this because we all, sometimes, have had to fumble through the dark. We use our memory to recognize, well, I know it's about this many steps, that's this the pathway, so we kind of feel our way through it. And what happens when there's something in the way that we didn't expect to be in the way? We trip. We run into a door that maybe was closed that normally would be open. We stumble. And that's what Jesus was trying to express in the Gospel today, how we have to watch in our own lives. Are we becoming a stumbling block to those who are walking in blindness? Are we opening up a path for them that leads them to where they should be going? And that's such an important question because there are plenty of people out there who are walking in darkness. We're walking around not knowing where they're supposed to go. And there's too many people out there who aren't showing them the proper way. And the Gospel passage today, this man born blind, was accounted by Christ. He wanted to walk that path. He wanted to go where he never knew he was supposed to go. He was blind, so he never knew how to even get to Jesus. And that's why Jesus approaches him. But once he starts to walk on that path of Christ, once he starts to make the decision, I want to go in this direction, everybody around him becomes a stumbling block. Everybody becomes little obstacles to that path. And it disrupts his whole understanding of the way things should be. His reality becomes a mess. Because they're throwing things in his way that he doesn't understand. Just like when you change the furniture arrangement of a blind person's house, it makes a mess of their life. And if you were to do that every single day to a blind person, they'd probably go insane. They'd have to re-memorize every day their pattern. 
They would never know where to properly walk. And that's what the Pharisees were doing to this man. He wanted to approach Christ. He said, I was blind. I, this is where I think I'm supposed to go. And they're saying, you don't want to go towards this man. This man, Christ, he's a jerk. He's a sinner. He doesn't know what he's doing. He breaks the Sabbath. He's a bad guy. Why are you going after him? And now this blind man's like, wait a minute. You did this good thing. His life is starting to be arranged a little bit, so he said, this is where I think I'm supposed to be walking. Sinners can't do this type of stuff. The Pharisees threw another obstacle at him. If he was from God, he wouldn't have done this on the Sabbath. If he was from God, he would have followed our rules, our ways. So this man's life starts to get disrupted. But he still wants to walk towards Christ. So Jesus introduced the parents of the situation. You would think his parents would guide him towards Jesus, but what did his parents do? Become another obstacle. We don't know who Jesus' character is. We don't know what happened to him. When they said he's of age, asking basically what they're saying is, let him make his own decisions, because if we guide him to Jesus, then our life will be inconvenienced. If we guide him to Christ, then our life is going to get messed up. If we show him the right path, then we have to deal with the problems of walking the right path, and that's just too much for us. So let him make his own choices. Like good parents, he's a big boy now. He can make his own choices. No, he couldn't make his own choices. He was blind. And his parents, rather than leading him to that which was good, became an obstacle. And even his neighbors didn't even believe him. That's not really the guy. He's making excuses. He made it up. That's not really him. They wouldn't even believe him. So he's like, who going to help me to follow this path to Christ? Who is going to open up the way for me and nobody around him would do it? So he stumbles on his way and eventually Jesus keeps calling him forward. Through the grace of God he manages to get there but every single person in this poor man's life was becoming a stumbling block to his encounter with Christ. And we need to ask ourselves, when we encounter people who are walking in darkness, are we showing them the right path? Are we becoming like the Pharisees to them? Oh, they're just a lousy sinner. They're not even worth my time. I'm not going to show them to Jesus. That's not even the right way anyways. Until they follow me, my way of life, they can deal with their own problems. Are we going to be like the parents? You know what, it's a little bit too much trouble to have to deal with somebody who's blind. I don't want to go through the hassle that's going to make my life inconvenient. I don't want to have to in some way suffer a little bit to deal with somebody else's difficulties. Let them make their own decisions. I don't even believe them. That person's not really a good person. They're just making it up. They're just trying to make a show. Their heart's not really for Christ. It's a big act. Let them deal with their own situation. They're just simply not worth it. How many of us have ever asked this question of somebody who has done things wrong? How could they possibly not see what they were doing is wrong? I've asked that question myself. And the answer, folks, is obvious. Because they are blind. A blind person, you don't go up to them and say, did you not see the stop sign? Their answer could be obviously. No, folks, I didn't see the stop sign. I can't see anything at all. And if we're not there to help them realize the right path, 
then they're going to choose the path that somebody else shows them. Do you know how a blind person gets grounded in a strange environment where there's people around them? You know what they do? Have you ever witnessed a blind person who walks with another person, how they get around each other, how they deal with it? The blind person puts their hand on the shoulder and they walk wherever the other person walks. So this other person has to be leading them the right way. And if a blind person can encounter somebody who leads them the right way, they trust in that. But if we're not there to guide a blind person the right way, they're going to grab the shoulder of anybody who's available. And I guarantee it, Satan will be right there to lead them the wrong path. There's plenty of people out there that are willing to extend the shoulder to a blind person and say, follow me. We know the way. Don't go towards the ways of Christ or the church. Go this way. We might say, how could they possibly walk that way? Because they don't know any other way to walk. You don't yell at a blind person for walking into traffic. You yell at the person who wasn't there to help them avoid the traffic. And the Pharisees, the parents, the neighbors, everybody in this poor blind man's life is doing nothing but guiding them away from Jesus when he's trying so hard to follow the right way. Even the disciples. Hey, Jesus, this blind man, what sin was committed by him or his parents? And Jesus says, what are you guys, crazy, you dinglings? He's not blind because of his sin. He's blind because of yours. His blindness is to show you that your own deficiency, your own inability to see the power of God, your own inability to recognize the good in others because you're so busy walking your own path that you won't walk the path of light. Yes, there are people out there in the world who know exactly where they're supposed to walk and they choose to not walk it. But there's many people out there who are walking the wrong path because they don't know any difference. And we can't walk away from them. We can't say, oh, you're a sinner. You should know better. You should be careful about that. We should know better too. Even Peter, the head of our church, one of the greatest saints in history, was an apostle. One of the most powerful stories in Scripture is when Jesus tells the apostles, I'm going to Jerusalem to suffer and die. What does Peter do? Oh no, Jesus, I'm going to let you go to Jerusalem. You're not going to do that. He gets in his way. And what does Jesus say to him? Probably the greatest insult you could ever say to somebody. Get behind me, Satan. You're thinking as man does. Now, just for your understanding, Jesus was not calling Peter the devil. But you know what that word Satan means? It means stumbling upon. It means obstacle. And he was saying to Peter, you are becoming a stumbling block plan of salvation. You are being a stumbling block to goodness. You are becoming a stumbling block to following me because you want to do things your way. Because your way is more convenient. It's easier. The simpler path. And Jesus says that is not the path you are called to walk. We don't walk the path that we set before us. We walk the path that Christ set before us. We are called to bring others onto that same path. And the reason why there's so many people out there walking in darkness is because there's 
not enough people there showing them the light. There's too many people stumbling in the darkness who are willing to extend their shoulders to others. Yes, we help a blind person to see or to walk in the right way. It is inconvenient. Could you imagine every single day having to do with a blind person walking around with them, showing them around? Because it limits your freedom. You can't do what you want to do because you have to walk somebody else. So it's easier just to throw off their shoulders and say, you know what, you walk finally your own path. I'll tell you what, here's a cane. I'll clear a little path for you. Walk a few steps and you'll be fine. Until they walk those few steps and they don't know where to go. We have to make sure that we are not becoming a stumbling block to others. We have to make sure that we're living our lives in such a way that we're leading other people on the right path. We have to make sure that when somebody puts their hand on our shoulder, that we are guiding them towards that which is truly good. Because if we're not doing that, we can't yell at people for walking in darkness if nobody has shown them the path of light. And we can't criticize them for what they're doing because sometimes they simply do not understand they're on the wrong path. And we need to be aware of that. We can't turn our backs on that. It's too easy to say, look at their sinfulness, I can't believe they're doing that. What did Jesus say on the cross? For they know not what they do. In other words, they are walking in blindness. There's so much darkness in the world because we're not showing enough light. Because sometimes we think that we have the right way. Sometimes it's too inconvenient. Sometimes we don't believe in somebody's sincerity of heart. Sometimes we just don't want to be bothered. Or sometimes we're too busy casting judgment. In every one of those situations, we become a stumbling block to somebody else. In every one of those situations, we become Satan to somebody else. In every one of those situations, we are taking people away from the path of Christ. I don't know about you, but I would really dread the day when I the Lord Jesus and He says to me the same words. Father Thomas, get behind me, little Satan. You've thought too much like man does, and not as I do. This gospel is supposed to help us realize that we have a mission to bring people to the goodness of God. No matter how difficult it is. So I got news for you, everybody. There isn't a Jesus running around out there in the world, going up to the people walking in darkness and saying, Hey, I'm the right path. You know why? Because he assigned that task to all of us. We are the ones that are supposed to walk up to the people that are born blind. We are supposed to walk up to the people that are walking in darkness. We are the ones that are supposed to put our hand out to those that don't know where they're going and say, I will show you a better way. And until we start to do that, we have to just simply shut up about the problems of the world. Because if we're not leading people to goodness, we can't blame them because they're walking right from the path of hell. They need our help. Not because they're bad people, but because they can't see. 
those of us who can. We need to lead them to a place of goodness. There's too many people out there that need our help. We have two choices. We can be a stumbling block. We can be a stepping stone. You're called to be a Christ, not a Savior. Let's be the right image for others. Let's get rid of some of this darkness.